Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring. Bosky out with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. Do the kidnapping thing. What's the kidnapping thing? How, uh, what's that guy's name? The one, the really dumb one. What's his name? Takashi69. Oh, oh, I have, I, sure. I don't. Is that is that a song of his? I've never, I've never, never heard his music. I've never heard a song of his before. Or I've never, if I've heard it, I don't know his him. Oh, I mean, I was, I was, uh, was you, messing on, with that. you on a, you on a Takashi, uh, you on a Takashi train? Yeah. If he wide away, replacing Edgar Montplazier. This is a this is a podcast full of people with great names, uh, except Carl Tart. He was the only one that had like a normal name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Carl Tart. Well, I mean, his well, Tart- his last name sounds like a candy. So I know. Well, yeah. imagine if he was a great confectioner. He'd be like, "I'm Carl Tart. <laughs> Tart's treats. I'm sweet Tart. I yeah. mean." My my family name is also Tart, uh, or on my grandmother's or my grandfather's side, and so my grandmother's name was that as well. And mm-hmm. all the kids would always say like sweet tarts, and they thought that was such a fucking huge burn. <laughs> uh, like they thought they were roasting yeah, yeah. the hell oh, out man. of me. Like, like oh, oh sweet tart, mm-hmm. and I'm like oh, yeah okay. Yeah, I guess. It's a delicious fucking candy. I know. What are you talking about? That's a good time. <laughs> That's a good time. All right, I, I wish was... my name was <laughs> Sweet Tart. Sweet. I wish I was a you know Neil ain't got nothing. It's just Neil down. Yeah. Oof. You know what? Um, we should talk about the biggest news that happened today. Did you listen to R. Kelly's 19 minute song? No. I dude. admit. Have you listened to it? Of course not. I, I, I will not listen. Like I it's can't. bad enough that you're R. Kelly, and then you're gonna make me sit through 19 minutes. <laughs> Of you. And it's not even split up, like, yeah. trapped in a closet. <laughs> like, this nigga is saying, this nigga was 19. in the booth for 19 minutes singing. Yeah, no, nah, I just went on Twitter for the cliff notes, and apparently, because I was, I was like, oh my gosh, when I heard the title, I'm like, oh, he he coming clean, he about to be like, I did it. Turns out, no. No, he didn't? Spoiler That's alert, not what it is? No, it's him being like, all this stuff, and then like... Uh, I think he put Steve Harvey under the bus. Like he drag, like he do, he just trying to pull other niggas down with him. It's wild. I I kind of want to hear like a clip from it right now. Uh, do we have a clip from it right now, Sophie? I mean, I can. Ooh, please do. Let's let's find. <laughs> let's, let's listen. And let's listen to like a, yeah, a snippet of it. Yeah, snippet and choose any point of the song. I'm sure. Yeah, it doesn't matter what point of the song you choose. I just want to hear it while you're doing that. Let's get this intro out of the way. Culture Kings in the motherfucking building. Jockeys is here, and I am joined, motherfuckers, by a dope-ass co-host of Nerdificent. Yeah, yeah. If he wide away. Yeah. What up, brother? How you doing? I'm feeling good. You know, now we got to, you're the last Culture King. I'm the last Culture King? Yeah, who has not been on Candy Dinner, because we've had Carl on, we've had uh, Edgar and uh, Cody on. Y'all just got to invite a brother. I mean, yeah. Uh, Technically, yes, because we just kind of relocated to where it'd be fun to have guests on. Because it used to be at your crib. Yeah, and like Uh, at my crib on a Sunday evening, so like 
you know, everyone's in the living room, so we'd be in the room around a small table, but, you know, we glowed up. Yeah. <laughs> we glowed up the space. Yeah. Y'all glowed up. Y'all glowed up. Uh, yeah, dude. Get me on. Have y'all ever had guests on Nerd Efficient? Uh, yeah, we, we've, uh, we, I think only the first few episodes we haven't had guests and then we kind of started having guests on. Guests on. It's more fun, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're not opposed to just having it be with us, but if we can get a, a super fan of that, there's something about having like someone who's passionate about, about the subject the yeah. kind of interject with stuff. Like it's a whole different vibe. Like it's, I mean, we're passionate about everything that we're talking about, but you know, until we have like that DBZ episode or that Monster Hunter World episode or like anything that like is my creme de la creme right, of, right. of nerddom, there's there's gonna be almost like it's not gonna compare it to like someone who's like this is my thing. This is my thing. Yeah. 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 All right. So how are you doing on this clip? I've got, I see. I I've, see. Like I see. Doug, like our engineer is fucking giving you hand signals. All right, so we we got uh we got this thing loaded up. We want to we want to hear this. I admit, let's hear it. Let's hear it. And just for clarification, we are starting this at a random point in okay. the song. We have no idea what he's going to say. Okay. Cause there's forces out there trying to keep me from being the artist I hit him at rock bottom And this shit has rocked my mind I'm calling on my hood Come walk by my side They don't want me to shine Women's group, my God Now don't get it twisted, I do support them But why they want to bring down the art? Damn, this is breaking my Cause from fathers, mothers, sons and daughters I'm a part of the music culture Okay, let's pause right there Okay Oh, oh no, Spotify <laughs> Stop, Spotify took me off the Alright, let's stop there So, so okay Like, I, this, it's funny because this is like classic <laughs> Just person in the wrong Kind of trying to make an argument Because yeah. I, I like that he's trying to make it seem like These forces are out to get me for some weird yeah. reason It's like, nah, dude Women's groups I mean, I support y'all But <laughs> damn, motherfucker, leave me alone Yeah it's like, <laughs> like, No, sir You had a, a You were trying to build like a cult of women yeah. You you sexually assaulted a minor Like, this isn't yeah. like We just woke up one day and turned like, against you, Robert you know what? Kelly Yeah, you know who I don't rock with no more today yeah, R. Kelly. Let's I, get him. I like he's like I'm calling the hood to yeah. walk by my side, which we is good. so funny because, yeah, we good, but also we been we were walking by uh, the hood didn't disown you when yeah. we should have. Yeah, <laughs> like Look, you years should just ago. be glad about the amount of time that you were given. You and much too long instead of just trying to come back. This nigga made a 19 minute. Is it the same? Be all right. Can we? What what minute was that? <laughs> What minute was that? You're trying to see if this is a 19-minute beat? Yeah, this is a 19-minute <laughs> beat. We're up to 8 minutes and 25 seconds. Okay, go to minute 14. Sure. And I want to hear I want to hear what he's still talking about. All if right. this nigga ain't trapped in the closet by minute 14. But my spirit had better eyes. It's the same beat. And it scared the shit out of me. I said get rid of them all. It's nothing but vultures around me. I admit that I love my fans for all the push and support they've shown. I admit if it wasn't for them, I would have never stayed strong. Okay. Now, 
All right. I just oh, want to point out that I'm gosh. 90% sure that the person doing the background vocals is also him. Oh, yeah. oh he no, does his yeah, own. Yeah, all he always time. does that's his own background that's vocals. Huge. That's his thing. Uh, the, oh, 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 oh. He always does that. That's, that's the R. Kelly. Well, somebody else before him, but he adopted it. Uh, man, that was bad. Yeah, that was real bad. That that minute and 15 seconds of that 19-minute song we just listened to was not good. And I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, yeah. you're the funniest. One of the funniest things you ever said, Jaquise, was that he ruined karaoke for you. He did, man. Our Kelly. I mean, I believe I can fly. It was my jam. Well, it's so funny because it is. <laughs> it was my jam. Uh, man. I was at Comic Con. I was at a party. Yeah, yeah. And they turned on ignition, and I tried to look around like, "Whoa, right?" And, and niggas are still rocking. I mean, there was an open bar popping. Okay. We were, we we're, were in deep, but I was trying to do the right thing. And since nobody else was outraged, I had to jam out. You had to jam to- <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, dude. Yeah, look. We got morals and shit, but you get us about four or five drinks in, we're going to be like, I know you, that, that that's DJ. the remix to that, that DJ knew what he was doing, because I was like, well, four or five uh, pina coladas deep. No, oh, dude. Like, there's nothing like five pina coladas that can make a nigga immoral as hell. It's dangerous. That got that coconut in your system. Man, that shit is delicious, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Hey, you know his songs are still going to come on and motherfuckers are still going to. Oh, uh, yeah. Was it a black crowd or was well, it a black it was, crowd? No, it was, that's why. That's why I tried to look. <laughs> look. Mm-hmm. I look, I did the look around to cover my own ass because right. it was like a majority kind of, you know, white, mm-hmm. nerdy class. So I don't want to be caught on Twitter and mm-hmm. on a video like, look at this motherfucker. Look at this nigga. Dancing. Yeah. How stuff works. So, so I, I look did. at what you got, Effie Wadaway. <laughs> Host of Nerd Efficient. Out here supporting R. Kelly and his sexual cultness. Yeah. <laughs> Get these liberals. Oh, man. Yeah, so, I'm, so I'm out here looking around, and people were so unbothered. That I, you know, I was like, all right. Bounce, 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 bounce. I mean, oh, man. It's still a good song, but <sighs> it makes you feel weird to listen to it. Yeah. At least you had that one moment of pause. Mm-hmm. I know somebody's out there listening, like, nah, Iffy, you should have been a big person in there. And, and got some more pink a lot. You're right, actually. You are 100% right. I should have sat that dance out. But I was at that point where I was like, this is this is the point where I'm, you know, at the end of a Mortal Kombat match before the fatality when you like shaking. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like two or three drinks away you from shake. that. That, that like, standing in one, <laughs> one play shake. I was like, I got to play it safe here, Chief. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, this man. is crazy. Comic-Con, man. How was Comic-Con? Oh, it was amazing. Have you ever been? Nah. You, but you're a pretty nerdy dude. So you're sitting across from me wearing a Batman shirt. I know, you know? man. I know. Yeah. Uh, nah, dude. I don't have... I wanted to go last year. It mm-hmm. was too poor to go. Uh, I mean, you know... I feel like you I feel like I know enough people yeah. where I should I be able to get there. Oh, yeah. Especially because they even they're touching on your stuff. Like, you, you really? know, they have the WWE panel. Uh, that they do, yeah. They have a whole WWE panel, and then Kofi and Zack Ryder were at the DBZ panel. Oh, uh, so like, there's like I said, if you are a nerd in any way, you can go down to San, San Diego Comic Con. There will be stuff for you. Like, there's gonna be Funko Pops of stuff you care yeah. about, and just the stuff is cool because it's expanded into, you know, and you, people feel many different ways about this, but just the general media con, like the yeah. good place, had a huge activation there. Right, they did. You know, I saw I, that. Yeah. So. So it's always worth going. Also, like if you know, like you have a chill place to stay, and maybe not necessarily a pass. Uh, it's worth going down, mostly because like you you you'll get a pass. Mm-hmm. But the the 
parties though yeah. where it's at because it's yeah. just open I, I had to put a pause on the keto because i was i was sitting i, I remember the moment i did it. i was at the funimation party and i was sitting there and they um and i was trying to keep a keto so and they're like well we have these like chicken wings and i like i like rip the breading off of it to eat the chicken and i was like i can't live like this during comic-con and i was like you know what i'm putting a pass on it and i had like seven drink tickets in my pocket that i was like if y'all get here y'all can take this from me mm-hmm. the homie still didn't get there i had seven drink tickets that i really wanted to smash off on that chicken wing of uh, that chicken tender so i was like you know what yeah i'm gonna put a pause on the keto and i did and i had the best time <laughs> dope dude i was going hard. i mean you got to it i mean you had comic yeah i mean you had comic everybody's around everybody's having a good fucking time yes uh on the gram i feel like yeah, i lived a little through the gram for comic-con well, oh, that's yeah. how everything is uh do they have i know they also are doing shit like representation in in nerd culture and oh yeah uh how i guess we're because i feel like that is one area that black people have been allowed to be in a little bit mm-hmm. but if anybody was keeping us out it was our own fucking people Oh, yeah, uh, I, I, like making fun of people who like nerd stuff, quote unquote. Well, yeah, it was, it's funny because it, I think it all came from that uh, that kind of toxic black masculinity where mm-hmm. this idea of you have to have a certain stature and be a certain type of person. There is a fear in the uh, black community of like being, you know, emasculated and and how one of your actions kind of reflects on the whole community and i've always resented that and went against that like i yeah like i was the like you know it's the big thing about like you know if you're in a sketch and you wear a dress and how that's and i always thought that was so like whack because it is dude. because because i get like if yeah you like i definitely get the snl thing of like them making keenan always play women roles when it's like just hire a black women like i a black woman like i definitely get that side of it but just this idea of like you can't do it because look at you you're being emasculated it's like no because it, i look at it like this if it was a thing where only the black comedians were being forced to dress like women then I'd look at that. But, like, if you watch SNL, like, everyone does that. Like, that mm-hmm. is a comedic device that is used for everyone. And so I always looked at that as, like, oh, this is one thing that they're doing that we're not doing because we think it makes us feel a certain type of way. And I feel like just kind of that core kind of also trickled down to being, like, a weirdo listening to rock music, and yeah. which is ironic since, you know, rock music comes, comes from, from black, black people. people. Yeah, But this idea, like, of anything that, like, takes you away from this, like, macho ideal of a black man, which lots of times is the same black men that people are tired of, where it's like, oh, he's, you know? Like, right. It's, it's yeah. So, it's so yeah. circular. It's funny. It's so fucking funny. I mean, it was the same thing growing up uh, and acting, like doing plays. People of oh, yeah. my color or people of color just in general would look like, oh, Jack Keith, there goes that Oreo. Or yeah. look at Wayne Brady over there. Like, yeah. I still don't understand how that's an insult. Yeah. Because uh, Wayne Brady is funny as shit and successful as a motherfucker. But that's, that's what's so funny but, is, like, yeah, that to even ta- tackle that, it's like, like you have to get success only a certain way. Like, the only right. success – you know, in the hood is like you could be good at sports or a rapper or singer. Yeah. Like, you know, or if you're gonna act, 
You better be. You better know the fucking monologue from Training Day. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to be a Denzel. <laughs> you got to be Denzel from Training Day or from Glory or some shit like that. But what them niggas don't know is Denzel also grew up in the theater. Yeah. So you know, Denzel is also doing shit like. I mean, he probably hasn't done this specifically, but Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Where, you know, which was one of my first plays I did. So it's so weird that we put these fucking parameters on ourselves. But then then the flip of it that we're kind of finding now that, you know, um everyone's being more open, everyone would like that shit. Like that was that was the funniest thing when the big boom of like people realizing that like hood niggas like DBZ is like this yeah. is the same stuff that y'all be like, "Oh, y'all on that?" Everybody was watching. That, everybody was, everybody watching was pretending that shit. like, but I knew I I found out early on that I knew that people be playing two sides. I remember like in my high school you know, I went to Downey High, which was a predominantly white and Latino school. There was, you know, like so much so that like the black people were like the black people, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like that spread out. It's just we all kind of stuck together. And that was like its own kind of uh, smaller clique. And, you know, obviously we were roast and I was the nerdy kid and I kind of hung out with everything. So like when Zip Zaps popped off i had them joints mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh! i used to play in the morning in the cafeteria with all the nerds there was another dude uh his name was drew i'll never forget he was like a real pretty boy he had the long hair slicked back in a ponytail ladies loved him he was real cool and we were roasting one time he was like you be up in here playing Yu-Gi-Oh! in the morning i was like yeah you be right there with me right it's so funny <laughs> like you trying to roast me for the thing that you doing but that right. happens so often where yeah. we try and pretend like we aren't on it like just uh, a few weeks ago all black people found out that we all listen to Paramore. And it's like, yeah, dude. Like, we, like, you know, did you see that going yeah. around when people were like, oh, Paramore makes music for black people? It was like, yeah. I found and, out about that. I found out that it was like a meme or some shit like yeah. last week. Yeah, uh, because because it all happened when one person, um, like, they were doing that one uh, where it was like these numbered question. And it was like, who does blank make, who does she make music for? Who do you make? And when it was Paramore, someone retweeted it. And said for black people, and it went viral. And then mm. all these black people were like, "You listen, you listen." It was like, "Yeah, we all do," but we too busy trying to like make fun of each other for the shit that we're doing that we like that, that we're not even talking about the stuff we're liking. We're yeah, you know, yeah. It's so fucking weird, man. It's so weird. I don't know, man. Maybe I will get down there. Uh, I mean, Culture Kings has some pretty cool shit coming up down the pipeline. Yeah, uh, later this year with you know the festivals and shit like that. Yeah, it but was cool. Comic Con cool. would be fun to do. It's also it's cool um, going places and bumping into people who listen to the pod. Like uh, yeah. we did a geek podcasting panel. There, there were a few uh, you know how so, stuff works homies in there. They're yeah. they're they're shouting out when when I when I mentioned Culture Kings. You got it, guys. Oh, we got, got some. Cheer. We got yeah. some cheers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, oh shit. Comic Con. Yeah. Daily Zeitgeist. So Y'all we, want know, the niggas to come on down? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a good time. You know, I I was only gave away one uh, stay nerdy shirt because the other time I bumped into someone who was a nerdificent fan. I didn't have my backpack, and so gotcha. I couldn't. So if you, so if you're listening, sorry, homie, I meant to give you one, but I just so had good, left man. it in the hotel. It's hot. We're walking around. I was like, I'm not yeah, putting man. my backpack on. Since San Diego, everybody trying to have fun, man. Yeah. I'm sure you got a lot of free shit. Yeah. While you were down there. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, that would be fun. Maybe, maybe next year. Yeah, I, I would love to do a WWE panel, dude. Yeah, it was fun. That would be dude. fun. Yeah, it was fun. They, they talk about fun. like a lot of dope stuff, like obviously the game, the toys coming out. Yeah, and, like they usually have surprise wrestlers who pop up. Yeah, it was, it's wild. So it's it's worth going. I'll hit you up next time. Hell yeah, hell yeah, dude. 
Uh, so we we didn't really talk much about the Takashi Six Nine thing. Yeah, I, I just saw a picture of him. Well, yeah. But he, the thing is, is he doesn't even look lumped up like that. And also, I want to yeah yeah like he doesn't look like he took any damage. He he looks like somebody like slapped him a little bit. And I feel like that one fight he had at LAX was kind of staged. And I yeah. feel like Dsu Samiro kind of nailed it on the head. Where it's like, who catches the beginning? And end of a fight. And Nobody. I wanna and I wanna give this life hack public service announcement that if someone ever online get catches the beginning and end of something in a cell phone video, you should be wary about like what went down. Yeah. Like for example, that white kid in the Whataburger who had his hat snatched. Uh-huh. And he and remember he caught the guy being mad, rushing over, snatching the MAGA hat and throwing the drink on him. And then if we found out from witness uh interviews that they were saying a whole bunch of racist shit, but they were like online pretending to be victims where it's like, I was just wearing my MAGA hat and all yeah. this stuff. And they were yeah. saying, Oh, I wish there was a purge, but only white people killing like black people. Yeah. And it's like Which but- was the last purge movie. <laughs> oh, oh, really? I didn't <laughs> it see it yet. Just a whole bunch of white people killing black people. Oh my gosh! Uh, but spoilers, spoilers. Sorry. Right. Uh, yeah, dude that that came out that they were they provoked it. Yeah, and of course they got the camera but that's, ready. But that exactly. But but that's how we should have known. Like who who knows they're about to get their hat snatched. Right, you know, unless well, who you knows pulled, he's about to come yeah, over and do some shit. Yeah, unless you did some fuck shit, and so yeah. it's it, it's just like that. But it's it's coming. It's it's really the reason I say it's a, a pro tip is we're really getting into this fake victimhood from like you know racist. Like that's the new thing is they say some fuck shit and then they then they try and flip it. Which is why every video of like the permit patty or you know the the poolside whatever they're always like real buck and mm-hmm. then as soon as the authorities come now they're just so shook they're and so scared shook, like the they, CVS dude yeah. they're shaking hands and yeah. shit like fucking yeah dude uh, I also love that we give them all names now I know uh, permit patty barbecue Becky yeah uh, Jimmy John yeah that's oh a sandwich gosh. place. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yo, I got something I want to ask you about that kind of goes off what you just said, but I'm going to talk to you about it when we get back from the break. We back, we back, we back. Like a Cadillac. I, like a Cadillac. Ooh, is mm. that a song from Dream Girls? Maybe. I was just looking, I don't know why. I was. Well, I had my What's show. What's your favorite Dream Girl song? Uh... The one that Eddie Murphy did when he was high at the end of the movie. He was like, Jimmy got soul. Ah, Jimmy got ribs. Jimmy got corn. Jimmy got his. Jimmy got born. Give it up now. How could that not be the best song in the fucking movie? Sorry, mine is still going to be Step Into the Bad Side. Step Into the Bad Side. Ooh, uh, is that ooh, is that also a Jimmy? Uh, I think yeah, yeah. Jimmy I, got all the best. Eddie Murphy had all the best yeah. songs in that Gonna movie. Take a mean ride. Cadillac, uh, Cadillac car was good in that one too. Yeah, uh, Cadillac car was dope. Yeah, man, I was, Eddie still should have won a uh, fucking Oscar for that. I shit, know. Man. Well, he's gonna come back with his Jamaican albums or something. <laughs> <laughs> his reggae ones. Yeah, there's a lot of people I find who don't know Eddie Murphy put out an album in and, full seriousness too. Yeah, in full seriousness, and one of his songs was popular as shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, was it the red light one? No, the um, uh, uh. Ooh, 
That's the song party. Fuck, I can't believe I can't think of it. Uh, party something party. Oh, I think I know exactly uh, which one you're talking about. Uh, can you find what is that party? I should make that the deep cut one. I'm not gonna make it the deep cut because I got a deep cut for it today. <laughs> but damn, that's a good song. Party all the time. Party all the time. Yeah. My girl likes to party all the time. Party all the time. Yeah, yeah. Party all the time. With Rick James. Yeah, that was man. Great. That's all. That's all. That shit was dope, man. man you talking about that classic one? I'm talking about that new one he just dropped. Oh, he just dropped a new one. He dropped it a few years ago. You oh. don't know the new? He I know which. I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. I forgot about that shit. No, I was I was messing with it though. People were. It wasn't bad. It yeah. wasn't bad. A lot of these old old heads are starting to come back. Will Smith dropped like some new verse on his Instagram uh, or YouTube channel. I he, love his Instagram. He's just oh, he's funny, man. I like. I mean. His shit is produced as hell it's super on Instagram. It's super <laughs> it is not a spontaneous uh, Instagram, but it's still dope as hell. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you said something about how, uh, you know, the whole side of the story or how we are. Uh, you said something to the effect of like giving in or some shit like that. Uh, you said it literally three minutes ago and I forgot. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it made me think. Uh, the James Gunn shit. Oh yeah. Well, he, look, I'm uh, so gonna... I feel. I mean, this is actually a perfect episode to get you on because yeah. uh, it's a it's a nice little crossover between morality and nerd culture and yeah. all that shit. <sighs> What's your thoughts on it? Um, I have my thoughts on it. What's yeah, your thoughts? Yeah, my on my it? thoughts is uh, there were a whole bunch of liberal leftists yeah. who got uh, tricked by a Nazi. Uh-huh. And I don't think they're going to stop and admit that. They think they totally weaponized our need to, you know, be the most woke and call out stuff. Because the yeah. reason they, you could tell they were tripping over themselves to do it is because if you took two seconds, you would know that those tweets were already addressed, apologized for, and yeah. kind of dealt with years ago. Should he have <laughs> deleted it? Maybe. But at the time, he felt like he, he said he wanted to keep him up because he wanted to show the growth. Yeah. And I think... Which it- should be applauded, I think, because it's easy. Here's the thing with, hey man, make sure you scrub your Twitter accounts. Yeah. It doesn't change that you said it. Yeah. It doesn't change that it was out there in the fucking ether. Yeah. But I think what it is is it's just because we know that people don't have the capacity to realize that. People right. don't even have the capacity right now to realize how different just comedy was 10 years ago. Yeah, The dude. difference in what we kind of allowed ourselves to say, and it doesn't make it right, but it does like, you know, like, for example, like when we were kids in high school and you'd be like, oh, that's gay. Oh, the, yeah. And not even saying like something, like like if you, you thought it was dumb, where it's like, yeah, oh, man. It didn't mean. Homosexual. I felt that, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, you felt. Uh, he was like, oh man, I that I failed the test. That's gay, yeah. you know. And then we realized that that's very wrong, you know. We we you know we stopped it, but like the people who said that before, like they said it, but it was just out of pure ignorance. Yeah. And d- does that mean you know it, it, it's so funny because. Like, there is no rinse, repeat rule because I'm sure there's people who, like, were told that it hurts people and that they shouldn't do it and they didn't listen and they kept saying it and it wasn't until enough people told them that they stopped and that is handled differently than someone who just didn't know. There's just so much nuance and I feel like we slowly, every day, are going further and further from realizing that it's not a one 
size fit all situation for everything. And that's yeah. and that is I think a a very white stance on things because the for you do not understand why uh, J- James Gunn's tweets were okay and Roseanne were not is the same to me as the same level of ignorance of not understanding why you can't say the n word but people say cracker like it's it's that same level of ignorance where because you still live you cannot break your mind into understanding that the world isn't black and white the yeah. way we approach things isn't black or white there's a weight to things there's cause and effect there is have you seen growth because if Roseanne was caping for you know, uh, people of color, LGBTQ, the same way James Gunn has, and then that tweet came out, I think people would accept it was a mistake. But because she is constantly talking about that Trumpian stuff, this isn't the first time she's said something racist. All of her tweets are it's racist. And yes, then yes, we we we're gonna you're you're gonna face the consequences of it. But James Gunn every day, and the fact that this even happened be, is because of everything he's doing to fight for, you know, marginalized people, using his platform to speak out against ignorance, fighting Trump on the daily. Every day, I've, I follow him. Every day, he's tweeting out the stuff. When it's close to elections, he's telling you to go vote. He is doing all of these things. And he used the morality to make a whole bunch of left people ignore all that and just try and cancel him because they're so concerned over just making sure they're doing the 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 most woke thing when in the end they still and the thing that makes me mad is because people do all this stuff people i find i've found especially you know living on a quote unquote you know liberal coast that the urge to be the most woke online and all that does not necessarily mean that you are as woke as you're putting off. Lots of times well, of people course. have huge blind spots. Lots of times, you know, it's it's you, all the time. Like, just, ju- just gigantic. There's just shouting match. I mean, like, even, you know, um, just this is going to be a tangent, but we'll bring it back. But even, you know, with the whole thing that happened in Silver Lake, with the shooting and then there was this like kind of sub argument going about like why why have you forgotten about this this ain't what you're talking about why aren't you like that is my this is my new pet peeve like the idea that people can't focus on multiple things that people still can't enjoy life while still fighting the good fight especially mm-hmm. when a lot of these white people who do this totally didn't said nothing about the 10 year old who was shot by the cops a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Like I can play that game with you all day. You can, you can, I can find everyone who's trying to, to point out people not paying attention to what they think they should be pointing to and find an event that they are not paying attention to because there's only so much information you could take and you can either choose to share that information in good faith or you have a lot of people who are sharing that information to try and seem better than others. And to me, you're just as bad. You're, you're not good. You're not a good person yeah. because you're doing it for you. You're not sharing that information because you're trying to get it out there. You're just trying to, uh, you know, basically position yourself to seem like you're the most woke. Yeah. And the thing that is annoying for me, kind of going back. Yeah. Sorry, I took it. Is, no, no, no. It's I'm still in the same realm is this idea of weaponizing morality. Yeah. And here's the thing with with weaponizing it. it. You're allowing, I don't want to use the term the other side, but you're allowing people to weaponize morality, which in turn makes it a weapon that mm-hmm. you're also using. 
Yeah. Uh, so by doing this, you as a liberal are also using morality as a weapon. Uh, you're not being moral. Yeah. You're just, it's like the Bible. You're not fucking using it to teach, uh, you know, uh, moral teachings. You're using it as a weapon. Yeah. And, and it's, it's so fucking annoying to me that I think this is more of a direct, uh, the whole James Gunn thing was more of a direct, uh, thing from the Josh Hader tweet, which was the, the Milwaukee Brewers player who tweeted, uh, racist and homophobic shit that you can't. Here's the thing. I'm not saying that make a joke makes it okay, but if you can't tell the difference between a joke and somebody just being hateful, yeah, and using an the excuse of young and immature, then you're dumb. Yeah, you're dumb. Uh, and not only that, you said it. There's such a difference in comedy even ten years ago, dude. And some comedy that is still this way. It amazes me. When you know a person is a comedian, or you know a person is this, you know a person is that, and I'm not saying you can't feel how you feel about it. I'm not saying that uh, uh, saying problematic shit in the guise of comedy uh, make you get away with things, but it surprises me what you can get away with in a writer's room versus what you can get away with just saying I'm a comedian and writing it on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, Those are not different. Yeah, <laughs> those are not different. Yeah, if you could get away with it on Family Guy, you can get away with it on Twitter. Yeah, if you can get away with it on South Park, you can get away with it on Twitter. Yeah. these are just because you're in the white writers room around the table and your va- nobody knows who wrote that. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. It's a comedic fucking device, and the lack of understanding of that is insane. Now. On top of that, if he would have, if this all would have came out in a natural way, or even in a way it came out, and he's never addressed it, he's never apologized, he's ne- all of this stuff, mm-hmm. maybe we can feel a different way about it. But if I come to you, if I punch you in the face, Iffy, uh, which you would probably kill me if I did, because you're <laughs> eight sides as bigger than I am, but if I punch you in the face uh, today, Five years from now, I apologize for it. I've punched you in the face. I run away. Uh, predictably, nobody at How Stuff Works ever sees me again. Five years from now, I apologize for it. I say, you know what? I was going through my own things. I'm so sorry. You don't have to forgive me, but I am offering my apology. Blah, 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 blah. And then five years later, I get arrested for punching you in the face. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's kind of like the same thing. Yeah. And and not because of something that you brought up, just because somebody took Sophie took a video of it and uh, statue of limitations. I physically assaulted you, so now I can become arrested for. Can we it. change can... that narrative? Uh-huh. I do not want to be a yeah. white lady <laughs> taking videos of people. No, no, now picture taken, Sophie. I don't I, want I, that I, narrative. I, I I almost don't even like that analogy because I feel like in that analogy, like you were actually trying to hurt me, and like you did do the crime. So then it's a harder one to argue. I'd say right. it's more like if. Uh, if like five years ago you're like if you look fat and it hurt my feelings or mm-hmm. no 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 not even that not even that because I there because I really want to tackle the intent 
mm-hmm. the intent where you if if we were it was all three of us and you were like you know eating them donuts and you were trying to make a joke and you thought I was comfortable with my Ooh, weights if you eating and, them donuts yeah. going right to your thighs yeah, boy. yeah like something like that and you and, and Sophie kind of and laughs. Sophie recorded it yeah God and then, I don't <laughs> like this then five years later you apologize you're like you know what I was thinking back on it as well and I was like oh it's all cool you know thanks yeah and then five years after that. Yeah, so Sophie releases the, releases the video. God. And the, and it's like this is today. him. This is him. This fat is him shaming fat somebody. shaming if he purpose when really in the context of time you were making a joke. I mean and and even though the joke was hurtful at the time you didn't know, you've shown it, time after that that you understood that it could be hurtful and that it shouldn't be said and you've atoned for it mm-hmm. we've actually agreed that you've atoned for it then an outside party kind of weaponized that to attack you and and you're right that's a much better analogy than the one i made but the, here's the caveat on on top of all of that yeah and after all of that how stuff works fires me yeah that's the part that's the yeah. part where after all of that for that, how stuff works fires me. Well, also in in this uh, in this same scenario, if we wanted to keep the analogy saying, we also have to remember that ten years ago, how stuff works had a show called the Nig Nog Show, where it was uh, white. Uh, podcasters pretend to be black mm-hmm. and they have a whole history of racist shows like that and and for and it seems very hypocritical that they are choosing to um to fire you over that mm-hmm. when that is a you know when they are basically in the same glass house yeah that is that is they're, disney they're, that that's is disney. disney that's disney, disney in the has, is built off of not only racism but propaganda and but it's all at the end of the day is it, it's just like it what makes me the most mad because here's at the end of the day james gunn will recover he he has tons of people on his side Mm -hmm. he is still rich he'll be fine um i just hate that these alt-right trolls feel emboldened that now they're just like trying to do it to more people and that now they're just looking dumb like when they went after anthony jeselnik and he's like yeah no that's my brand. Yeah, he was like, he was like, you're only, <laughs> yeah, these are, yeah, I totally did these and I don't care. And yeah. It, like, it's so like, but, it, but it, it, it's one of those things that shows the cause and effect of all the actions taken without, with all the reactionary actions taken. The reactionary, maybe, let's say, for example, not voting for someone because your candidate didn't get picked. The reactionary, you know, um, just uh choosing to uh, to um I'm tr- I'm trying to think of more analogies to the this election because mm-hmm. at the end of the day that core base that's trying to be like all oh, these hollywood people are pedophiles were just a few months ago fighting to ha- put a pedophile in office they they were fighting for Roy Moore mm-hmm. so like it's just BS to me like to me it's very weird that we how seriously so many liberals take these guys like we need to seriously start to just dismissing start dismissing them and telling them to fuck off mm-hmm. like we we are wasting so much energy that they are now able to shift the conversation like right now trump has just admitted to um basically having helped the russians like putin sat up there and was like yeah we helped trump get elected and now the big convo is this whole James Gunn thing and how these alt-right guys are weaponizing on the morality. And we can have that discussion, but I do feel like some a lot of people have that tunnel vision where like they do 
release mm-hmm. the release the the reins from one issue to just zero in on it and just like can we tackle both of them because there's some big stuff going on you know yeah the thing that makes me upset with the liberal bubble <laughs> and the and the liberal way of thinking sometimes is this idea of you can't do wrong in your past or anything like that. Like I remember when this James Gunn thing came out and some, and the first instance of somebody saying, this is kind of bullshit. Uh, he did this, blah, blah, blah. And then people were like, what are you arguing? He did something wrong. He should be fired. Yeah. And I'm well, just like, man, if we lived by that, even for the Josh Hader shit last week, yeah, I didn't sit in this seat and say he should be suspended from baseball. Yeah, I didn't say that. I said he should have to answer for it. He should have to explain it. We should have those. Those questions are fair. I didn't believe he should be fired or suspended. Why? For what? For what? Something he did seven years ago, so being racist and homophobic on Twitter seven years ago, it doesn't affect his job today. Now I know there are some things that you should be fired for that you've done in the past, like sexual assault and yeah. all that stuff. But some people don't know that line. Some people don't know that line. If you think if you think James Gunn should have been fired for for that, I would love to see how many skeletons you have in your closet. Well, here's the thing is that, that it is that double-edged sword of, of – and here's where I – where it just gets tricky in the nuance that it's we very tricky. Come, come into play. Yeah. Because, you know, there is like a level two where the, your Twitter's your own, everything you say are your thoughts, you should be free from that, and it should absolve you from your job. But there is a level that we have to understand that our image, our brand, uh, when we work with people and things are combined with their brand. And mm-hmm. if they allow people that act a certain way or say a certain amount of things – uh, that tarnishes their brand because they are saying they are they are co-signing it just by working with you. Mm-hmm. That much is true. Mm-hmm. Now, that's why someone like Roseanne can uh, be cut by calling someone an ape while simultaneously working with that company. Mm-hmm. Now. When someone is able to try and go into your past for the sole surface, and, and they've for the coined sole the term, of... yeah, sole purpose. Sorry, uh, yeah. the, the what I like, uh, they've they've coined this term, but like bad faith, out of bad faith, trying to find dirt on you to use it against you and hurt you. I think that really needs to like no one did that to Roseanne. That's why you can't even she compare did the two. Yeah, this she is something her, she, she did, did live because because because. I will say people did uh, do that when when their show got picked up. People were like, "These are all the things she said," and no one cared. Mm-hmm. She still got her show, so I, that's the biggest difference. Is the thing that people try to present as a reason why Roseanne shouldn't have a show that was ignored by ABC, uh, and was only she was only fired after she did it while on the show. If that is the precedent that we say we were going by then James Gunn did nothing wrong mm-hmm. because at his time at at Disney, you know, he did not speak like that. As a matter of fact, he was fighting for the same people that you, I guess, would claim that he is trying to harm by those tweets. Mm-hmm. But also, it's... Yeah, dude, that's a good point. The fact that Ro- the, the, the Roseanne shit wasn't new when the show got picked up. Yeah. 
and she still got her show. And there were there was an argument that well, ABC, uh, you, you know, got ratings based on her, you know, tiptoeing towards that line. Yeah, essentially, you knew she was near that line, and now you're only firing her when it looks bad because she crossed it. Yeah, uh, that's because she crossed it while she was an employee of ABC yeah, <laughs> and exactly. Disney, uh, and she crossed it egregiously, and she crossed it. Yeah, I guess you could say she was joking. Whatever, but she crossed it while there, as opposed to. Well, here's the here's the thing, and I I really want to touch tackle this as the as the as the the jokes. I I think um one of the one of the most I think egregious of the jokes were like when he uses the word tranny and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think that was more uh egregious because I feel like that is almost in, in a way you're tiptoeing that line of hate speech because that you're using a word that that group uh that hurts that group yeah now that is the stuff that walks the line and obviously he admitted that you know that was wrong and he went against it when you call a black person a monkey that is hate speech I mean how often do you call someone a monkey unless you're Elon Musk, who um, is insane? Uh, he, he any any dumb person he disagrees with, he calls them monkeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so unless you're Elon Musk, you're not using monkey like that. So you are choosing your words. And if we want to really take Roseanne at face value, she is a stand-up comedian. We as stand-up comedians know the power of not only the words we use, but choosing certain words. If I want to make a joke, I'm going to use specific words because I know what each of them mean and what would make the point that I'm trying to make funnier. I'm not just going to say it how I would say it. I'm going to choose those words. Roseanne has been doing that for most of her life. She knew exactly what she was doing when she called that person a monkey. She knew, and we know she knew, because she has a history of using that coded language to target, to to say racist things. We know because she is a supporter of a racist politician. So don't, so miss me with that. She was making a joke. There is difference. Are you making a racist joke? Then that is racist. Are you making a insensitive joke? Then that's insensitive. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I want to be clear on this. I'm not excusing the jokes that Jay. Oh yeah, no, they made. were trash. They were trash jokes. But he uh, has, he has said they were trash, and he has said he is going to take the steps to be better. And in the time that he has said that, he has indeed done that. He, there is proof. Go through his Twitter. If you if yeah. you if you you know want to argue this back and forth, go through his Twitter. See what he's saying. See what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And, then and here's the thing too. To go back to our analogy, like the whole eating the donuts thing. Yeah. Sophie was in the room when we did that. Sophie was in the room when I apologized to you. She knew. Sophie's now the president of How Stuff Works 10 years later. Yes. And she she knew all of this happening. But when it came out, then she fired me. Oh, yeah. That's what Disney did. They oh, knew yeah. all this shit. Yeah. They knew this. And so there's a there, there's, that's, that's another thing that makes me so upset is being scared of PR. Yeah, <laughs> and and essentially bowing down well, to the, the all right. I'm so tired of people bowing down to those guys. They're not gonna do anything. What they're gonna throw K cup machines that they already bought out of the window? Fuck out of here! Like they are like it's so. It's like when you see somebody being punked by somebody you know you can just body. And you're mm-hmm. like, 
guys, you got to just stand up to them. Like they, if if everyone just stood up to these guys, like that is how I think the GOP has gotten as far as they have has been able to puff up their chests and Democrats just move out the way. Yeah, they've never done anything. They've never done, you know, like besides that asshole who like drove a car through like the people in Charlottesville, you know, mm-hmm. besides, you know, just the, these like these outcast racist dudes who try and make that stuff. But they always try and shit. The Proud Boys who keep coming down here, they're they're over in Beverly Hills and Silver Lake. Nigga, you like five miles from Compton and Inglewood. Drive down there. Dude, wear your MAGA hats down there. Mm-hmm. Wear your MAGA hats down there. Please do. As a matter of fact, want bonus points? Go into a crip neighborhood with your red MAGA hat, dude. <laughs> like, don't. That's why. That's why. Like, these dudes are so. They like. I'm watching them move, and I watch. And like, it was like yeah. I know people. I know people who who are about that life. Yeah. Who, when they see you, you will not exist anymore. Yeah. I know people like that. Damn, if he out here like, laying the gauntlet down, so, like so nigga, I like, know thugs. Like, like, so, like, you don't. You don't impress you. me when you show up and you're doing this stuff to rile people up yeah. because you know because the reason they're gonna come after these like leftist like angry people is because they know they won't swing because you can go somewhere where somebody's gonna swing you I, know where they at I would love to see a Trump supporter go to a crip neighborhood with his red MAGA hat it would be Emmy winning television. Yeah, because because, be because went in all the times that that you had a bad day and they find you, it never ends well. Like when that thug, um, that I don't even want to call him thug because they turned it bad. But when that that real that real nigga black dude in Seattle saw that dude dressed as a Nazi, what did he do? He knocked him out like that and went about his day. Yeah, we we ain't have time for that. We there are so many people. Who have dealt with so much struggle for so long, but they always you never you never gonna try and face us face to face. You're gonna try and come in the night, try and like catch people off guard. You're not gonna try and get buck with black people unless you outnumber them like the dude in Charlottesville when they had a whole a whole bunch of all right dudes and then they jumped that one black dude. That's the shit I'm talking about. Y'all weak. Weak. So just give it up. Put the red hat up. Go back to your bitch ass job. Live your bitch ass life and die and let nobody care about you. Damn, if you ain't gonna do shit. You ain't about shit. You ain't gonna change shit. This shit is the hugest fad. But like I said, uh, the when racism is a disease that America has, and the disease flares up the worst right before it gets snuffed out. And this is what we're marching towards. Either way, no matter no matter which way you have it, no matter what timeline you want to go down, it's about to, we have shown our worst sides. And everybody, there are so many people hard at work every day to deal with this. It's going to end. You get to choose how it happens. I have the perfect saying for what you just said. And it's going to tie it all back. But I'll tell you that saying when we come back from break. Waiting for the saying? We just took an hour-long break, y'all. If you've been waiting, he sat in his chair. I had, I went across the street. Yeah. Got me some Popeyes. He's been on, uh, been on Man, the edge of my he's seat. He's been on the edge of his seat, Shoot. waiting for this. All right. Then, then Jaquise ate a biscuit. I ate didn't a biscuit have a right water, on. so that was another I 30 minutes. I had to minutes. go get a water. We out of water here at the office, so I what? had to go. Yeah, man, we ain't got no water. 
Uh, I had to go. I had to go. We only got ice, so I had to get some ice out of the refrigerator, yeah, let it melt. It he, he was choking the whole <laughs> I was time. Choking, the whole trying time. to drink my water. But now I'm here and I'm back and I'm I'm ready to say it. Basically, tying it all back to me wearing my Batman shirt and you being the host of Nerdificent and going back to nerd culture. Basically, what you just said is famous quote from The Dark Knight. The night is always darkest before the dawn. Very true. Damn! <laughs> he was so excited. Yeah, he was ready. When he, when he made that connection, he was like, oh, this is it. This is it. No, how no, long this, was that in your this head? This is it. As soon as he said, uh, you know, how people are most racist right now because it's about to be purged the fuck out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe it won't be purged out completely. I but mean, it won't times be are completely. Ch- yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Everybody thought well, Barack Obama got elected. Racism is over. Yeah. Um, Surprise. And, you know, here. it's still here. And, yeah, I, I do think there is a uh, truth to the statement that 20 years ago, Barack Obama probably couldn't have gotten elected. Uh, I do believe we have gone past certain points of racism uh, all that does for me, though, is just let you know how bad it really was. Yeah. <laughs> or how bad it used to be. Yeah. Because uh, it's still pretty bad now. Oh, yeah. So, you know, when Barack Obama got elected, what you saw was the people who had kind of relented, like, oh, I guess times are changing. I'll just say nigga under my breath now. Yeah. To now they're like, oh, wait, oh, wait. I don't know if I like this. I don't know if I like this. Yeah. And then they got somebody emboldened, and now they're their loudest. And we're snuffing it out. Yeah, because... We're snuffing I, it out. Yeah. It, it, I mean, the biggest thing that people were saying when he was elected is like, oh, I like him because he tells it like it is. Mm-hmm. And it's because this idea that, you know, they're not racist, they're just speaking their mind. They're just saying, they're just speaking unapologetically, which is not cool. Yeah. So you get knocked, you knock out of enough people, they'll know. They'll, they fall in the line. Right. And it's funny. Yeah, the whole, they're just speaking their mind. Yeah, they are. They're speaking their racist ass minds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it ain't that hard. Yeah, it ain't that hard. They just saying what they just saying what they racist hearts want to say. Yeah, it's, it is exactly what the fuck they're doing. Uh, it's so weird. Oh man, what's some what's some happy shit? What's some happy shit? Oh Effie? man, um, what's some let's let's what's something happy? Uh, what's, what's something the, happy? Uh, any good music come out lately? I don't know. Nineteen oh, minutes Pusha of R. T. Kelly. Got married. That's happy. Pusha T got married. Yeah. Uh, is his wife beautiful? She's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Or I don't want to be sleeping here. You know, he could be marrying a man. Yeah. Uh, is is Pusha T? All right. Is she black? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's pretty. Very pretty. She's uh, beautiful. Pharrell was in his wedding. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what's so. Uh, interesting because I'm like, man, um, Pharrell, I guess they are. That That is his day one, you know? Because is, Well, yeah, dude. He fucking put the clips on, too. Well, the, that's true, but I, I know a lot of, uh, like, remember the cool kids? Do you remember the cool kids? Mm-hmm. They were with um, Star Trek, and apparently they didn't have a a good experience. Oh, with, um, with, with N.E.R.D.? Yeah, and it's not because he was mean or bad. He just couldn't give them the attention that they felt they needed. Yeah. Um, because was, he's doing so much. You know, he's producing his own stuff and his other stuff. So um and you got Jay Z to worry about. Okay. And the clips and all them. Her dress there are some much. people What? Her dress is Marquesa, that's weird. 
I don't know what that means. It's a brand that uh, is founded by Harvey Weinstein's wife. Okay. Oh, man. Well, sorry. That, uh, I was like, that's so pretty. Oh. I mean, what? No, it's, it's I, pretty. It's still pretty. Harvey Weinstein's wife ain't do what Harvey Weinstein did. We can still support Harvey. We, we, that's the sucky thing about it's when people hard. fuck up is you start to associate we start to associate everybody around them with their shit. Yeah. If how stuff works fucked up, I just want y'all to know, man, I ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> I, <got laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with it, man. I'm doing my own thing. What's that? I'm an independent contractor. Pic- pictures of Jaquise at the How Stuff Works studio since she accused me of taking photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See? I like that you were like, I don't want to be the person who takes photos when that's kind of no, like I, what you do I here. Actually, that is what I, you're supposed to do. I yeah. actually realized I used the worst phrase ever when I said that. Yeah, I, I, I legitimately said, I'd like to be excused from this narrative. I yeah. literally went full Taylor yeah. Swift and yeah, I apologize you know. to all of our listeners. That's no, mm-hmm. all good. Own up to it, white woman. I did. <laughs> I did. Own up. I felt that that Game of Thrones shame bell. Okay. <laughs> shame. Uh, oh man, man. Can you imagine the times were still like that, oh, where man. niggas would have to march down the street and have everybody in LA just yell shame at them and throw tomatoes? You know and, what? Some people I mean, might that, need that. I mean, some people would be like. Oh man, I'm just going because the titties is. You know, <laughs> like, definitely gonna have people who's just out there. Like, yeah, like, oh shit, Queen Cersei's titties gonna be out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the cookout. That's that's the black side of Westeros that you never see in Game of Thrones. <laughs> they just chill like, oh man, nah, I ain't trying to get out there. You know, they be stinking, got yeah, diseases. Man. You know, we over here at the shit. cookout. We out here making the good food, man. Yeah, White yeah. people crazy, man. Yeah, you should, they talking about magic. We've been having magic. We've been yeah. on the, once again, appropriating. <laughs> yeah. We've been having that magic back. The only thing that's going to get them is when it get cold outside. Like, God damn, nigga. I know, shit. It's snowing around here. It's snowing? God Where damn. that fire magic at? I'm going to turn that shit on. <laughs> Where that fire bitch at? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah bring it down, yeah. Bring it down, yeah. Shit. It's all hot up in here. Yeah. Uh, why Game of Thrones ain't coming back to 2019? I I just realized that Game of Thrones should be over. Yeah, well, if it was on this regular and, schedule, it well, should be over. Well, it's by because now. Uh, George R. R. Martin took so long to make the books, so they're kind. I feel like he's gonna release a book sometime soon, and they're just trying to sandbag it so it, so the show itself doesn't end that much sooner. Different. Before not different. I think just they already before. admitted that they're gonna split it up, but just not too much time before the actual book series ends mm. what's some other what's some other shit that we don't see the black side of on tv oh, game man. of thrones is yeah. one yeah is westworld i don't watch westworld anybody watch now westworld? they have like a head no like the hnic is black He's like black. that light-skinned dude yeah yeah um, the only black person on game of thrones is like that warrior and old chick from uh is his girl that he miss that sunday he, that he loves i don't know what her name is miss but sunday is her name Miss Sunday? Yeah. Like Miss Sunday? No, it's one word. No. Uh, um, but yeah, that chick. Those are only black people on Game of Thrones. Yeah. And they just there to murder. Well, it's so funny because that's why um, I like a lot of fantasy novels do that. They stay, they will not have a black person, but they will have elves, orcs, dwarves, mm-hmm. halflings, mm-hmm. all that. And, and, that's that's why like I did that whole poll where it's like did, when you were in school did you learn that the Moors were black and they're like oh you know 
and then I was getting a lot of um, a lot of people were like yes or no, but there were some people who were like, well, you know, as I understand it, you know, they're like Muslim, and it's like, mm. like it's so funny how like, whether you uh, realize it or not, there's like a level of erasure because there, there's so many people's I think base of knowledge is that black people did not exist back then, but then you have like medieval people of color showing like black people there are like you know nobles painted that are black and that you know they they like it's they did not not exist uh, trying to say when we had that conversation on twitter no no you I said was, that i said black people didn't exist back uh, then when but i played when i played the they, track back but that's not what i said <laughs> at I all the track back, that's how, not I'm, gonna, how I'm, I'm gonna say black people don't exist and in the same sentence say a black person wrote that oh man <laughs> <laughs> how can i say that no makes sense, Iffy. That's that Jacquees lo- uh, uh, logic. No, right that's there. common sense. <laughs> I can't think black people don't exist if I say a black person wrote a fellow. Jacquees loves to accuse you. Of I know. Thank you. I got accused of being a troll. <laughs> yeah, hard. Yeah. Like he was. Real hard. He, so sure. He was so, so sure. It's like no. But it was out of love, though. It was out of love, though. It was out of love, man. I love that. I and thought I you remember, were hating. I remember Edgar was like, you know, like I just don't. Like, nah, he thought he it was you. Bought my PlayStation. Yeah, like, no, that was just... after the fact. He <laughs> thought he thought it was you too. Uh-huh. We thought it was either you or Ronnie. That does sound like that might be Ronnie. Uh, but I thought it was you because I thought yeah, it was I feel, funny the only at a reason, certain point. The only reason um, it wouldn't be Ronnie is because it'd be just a little bit too much work for the. It's bit. too he much. Just, work. He would just roast you in your face. Yeah. Um, but no, I did a before that even conversation. I did a whole poll. And mm-hmm. I had it, and like, yeah, there were people who were like, "Oh, well, they were Muslim," and all, all the Sith fans, but I was like, that is true. But also, just through text, you learn that like Moors were synonymous with black people, yeah. like the same way in California, everyone's Mexican, even though they're Salvadorians, Guatemalan, and the same way, uh, that's how they were back then. Where like, if you were black, you were more too. You were a Moorish person because that you had the darker olive skin tone. Uh, so that being said. Because of because the reason I did that is so many fantasy novelists, like whenever people black people of color or even like other nerds who are like allies point out like why aren't there black people here? People be like, well, it's set in a medieval time. It's like black people existed then. Mm. Like it's like they're but they're so sure. Like it's so but it's so funny because it, the idea of Europe I think is so white for a lot of people. Like niggas just won France the World Cup. And mm-hmm. in the same breath, France is having, you know, shitty immigration issues. Yeah. And uh, someone in uh, Germany called out, It was, I think they were uh, Middle Eastern, and they were saying, you know, when, when we win, I'm German. When we lose, I'm an immigrant. And it really is that same thing. And I feel like it, it's so wild that no matter what part of the world it is, it feels like people of color deal with the same issues. Because same thing, you know, every the, the same racist white people will, like, look at these black players like the, the new Christ when they get, give them championships, when they win. But when they want to kneel because of their oppression, now they're just some niggers to them, you know. Mm-hmm. Or it's so funny how quick that switch is. And But it's just just like rooted in pure selfishness. It's like when I can get something for you, when you can make me happy, you are a person the moment you make it hard for me. And it's, it's, it, that's all it is, is people, when 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 you force, uh, especially like, you know, um, white men to have any type of empathy, they immediately reject it. They refuse it. 
and it's because as a as a white man you can go your whole life without empathy because you have a lot of stories built for you the, the biggest example i had is chance the rapper just for just he wasn't even serious he just was like it'd be cool if the dances that Fortnite uses had the songs they came from in the background yeah um so that black creatives can make money and um also just because i think it just be I'd like to have better music for it, just mm. as a joke. And it went two ways. First, you had a lot of people all lives mattering because they're like, so like, you know, some of those dances came from white people, like the backpack kid and the orange justice. And it's like, and it's like, yeah, but those are still derivative from black culture. Like yeah. the backpack kid and orange justice guy would not have made those dance were it not for hip hop. So like, just debt that shit. Let this man speak. Like, like it's it, like any time. Like, but it also comes. I was thinking about this um, the other day because I like to be wary of people who can only care about a movement if they have part of it. Like, there, there's, there are people who, who I know can only support something if they can feel like they're a part of it in some way. Mm -hmm. There are so many. Like, I've, I've noticed like a lot of like white feminist women who like, you know, kind of like supported the struggle and then kind of found their queerness. And now they're like, like they have a whole new energy because they're like, yeah, this is part of me now. And it's like, it's part of that, like, keep that same energy. You know, it's like, oh, now that you can be a part of this, you know, quote unquote struggle, now you're fighting even harder, so, which means you had more to give, but you weren't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to stay on t topic, and then you just had a lot of just people just, it was crazy and it was and it was one of those things where like sometimes i'll trip into stuff like this when somebody asks is just basically ask a simple question that just is like a open-ended think about it question about race and just to see how just angry it'll make these white nerds that they for one second had to think of someone else and like like just for one they got so angry they're like what and it, and it was like weird it was like if you genuinely like if there are tons of times people say things online to, that are just dumb to me mm -hmm. and I'm like, this is dumb. Like, this is so dumb. And I just move on because I'm like, this is dumb. Like, I don't waste any brain space or energy on it. But like to have something like you, you should really look inside and see why this is making you mad. Mm -hmm. Like if so, if, if like a black woman came up to me, and was like, yo, you know. Um, you should consider that, you know, through your privilege, X, Y, Z is happening. Whether or not I disagree with, with, with her, I'm going to like, listen to it and think about it. It's not going to make me angry. Right. You know, it shouldn't, I mean, it shouldn't because she's, you know, in that instance, all she's doing is telling you how she feels. Mm -hmm. Um, now there are some instances where people can tell you how they feel and it's just trash. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah. but you can dismiss it as, okay. All right. Yeah. I, you know, at least that's how I, I do. I just dismiss it as, all right. And, and then I put it in this box. Yeah. I put it in this, you know, I put it in the box that I'm like, all right, I know why you're saying that, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, for instance, we, uh, on Facebook one time, there was this huge argument uh, earlier this year, uh, we're both comedians, so we both know the improv world mm -hmm. about how a team just full of white women is not diverse. Oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, because it's not. <laughs> well, we know what side you're and, on. And 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 it 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 is a push for gender equality to have a team for because you know it's still mostly yeah. 
But, you know, when you look like one of the four members of UCB4, that's which are four white people, yeah, uh, I don't know point. if I can call you diverse. Well, here's the thing. But, it's like, I, I'd be, I'll be willing to give that bet, but I do... It, it is funny because I do see so many, you know, you do, you'll see white women see a show of like all white men or sometimes even just all men, a mm-hmm. late night show and be like, all men, here we go again. Here, yeah. here we go. And they're not right or wrong for thinking that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they're not wrong for thinking they're that. They're not they're wrong right. for thinking that at it all. It is another show with all white. But then you'll turn around and see these white feminists be like, I made an all women writer's room and see no people of color. Yeah. And it's like, and it, it just goes to be like, it It just, you feel you, tricked because it goes, you. Here's what I think it is. It goes to be, it goes to, oh, you don't want more people at the table. You just want to sit at the head. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you yeah. just want the, you, you want to take the place of the white man and not necessarily, and I'm not saying everybody yeah. feels like that. That's not yeah. the case at all. But, but, but they, there are some people in that realm who do feel that way. A hundred percent. Because here's the thing is like whenever in the, and I'm being completely honest, if I see a show and I'm like, do they have niggas in here? By niggas, I mean any person of color. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I look at a show and I'm like, why do? But then I see, like, a Filipino person or, like, an a- Asian person or a Latina, Latinx or Middle Eastern. I'm pleased. I, I have nothing to say. Yeah. And and, and, and I feel like when you, when you do, when you say that and you turn around and do a, 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 an all-women room and it's all white, when you were previously saying like oh all men it's more like why not me Mm because you weren't you weren't concerned about women having a spot because if you were i feel like if you were genuinely empathetic about people of color women of color uh having a seat in a writer's room seat at the table then that would be your first mind when Mm -hmm. you do it whenever i have to suggest some something from someone i'm always going to make sure it's a women a woman woman of color uh uh person color that may not specifically be black because that is to me an improvement yeah even if it's not me and here's the thing too it's noticeable as fuck oh yeah it should be if i sit in the room and it's a writer's room and it's all men even if it's black men white men uh hispanic men i notice that there are no women in this room oh yeah if if you sit at a table and you saying all right, we are pushing for something different than just men. And you look around the table and it's all white women. You should notice that. Yeah. That's not that's not something that escapes your mind. Yeah. Uh and if you can sit and look and say this is okay, then something's wrong. Something's wrong there. Uh because it's not. Well, it's, well, it's very of, easy to find. Well, well, here's the thing, and here's the loophole that that usually people are able to move past. Because especially a lot of times, these are like their first season shows. And your first season shows, you're putting on your friends. But then yeah. that's the biggest. That's the biggest tricky right there. And it's so hard to to tell people get more black friends, get more people of color friends. Because yeah. people are like, oh, am I supposed to become friends with someone because they're black? Yes. 
because you want to know why you're becoming friends with people. Usually when you're, especially if you're in this industry and you choose to become friends with someone, you're not doing it just because you want to be friends. Lots of times you're trying to make friends with people who are successful, <laughs> who are doing what you want to do so that you can get a leg up. So yeah, it's cool to add one friend just because they're black, because you are usually adding friends to your friend corral just because of something. Don't <laughs> trick yourself into thinking that you're you're becoming friends. Hey, you know, obviously there's exception to every rules. You're making friends because of shared hobbies. But in this uh -huh. industry, we lots of times you, you can even hear it. You can hear like if you if you want to test this, here's a fun game to do if you're in our industry. Tell somebody about someone cool and that you know has like a dope job. But start off by describing them and watch how interested they are. And then say the cool thing they do. And watch the change and be the interest. I've I've seen this, and this isn't like everybody, but there's lots of times of being like, oh yeah, my buddy Carl, he's on White Women, yeah yeah yeah, and he writes for Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh oh okay yeah, when y'all mm -hmm. doing that? Did, you know, it's like, hey yeah man, I got this, I got this really cool dope ass dude. He's a uh -huh. comedian. Uh, -huh. uh he's run through the ranks. Uh, -huh. uh really smart writer, and uh -huh. he's starting to get a little bit into drama and expanding what it means to be a writer. Okay, yeah, black dude, black dude, really oh, dope okay. ass writer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he wrote Get Out. And, oh, what? Uh, oh, he trying yeah. to drink right now? <laughs> Shoot, I mean, we got time. I'm going to be here for a minute. You should, yeah, you should call him, man. Call him. Tell him to come through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is like that, you know? Yeah. And, you know, there's nothing... There's, there's. I mean, that's. I, there's I, nothing wrong I with that. I do think that is. Yeah, it you could be normal. Yeah, it, it is. There's nothing wrong with that. You obviously want to surround people, yourself with successful people doing what you want to do. But what I'm trying to say is, while there's nothing wrong with that, there's also nothing wrong with just being friends with someone because they're black. Because all yeah. you're doing is you're trying to add friends to your life with different experiences than you. Don't yeah. tell them that you're making friends with them because they're black, because that's gonna go very poorly. But just. Do it. It it helps you. Yeah. It really does. And there are there are loopholes to everything. You know, for instance, even when you brought up the friend thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, if white women is doing something, yeah, you guys are all a group of black men. Yeah. So yeah, there are no women. Yeah. Uh, and by white women, I know people are probably very confused. Oh, yeah. White, uh, white women. women is the name of also an improv group as well, full yeah. of very and, funny and we black are, comedians. We are a hundred percent aware of that. And actually. Uh, in our origin, we were we we didn't like set out to be all men. We invited uh, two prominent black women in the community. I'm not trying to put them on front street, but they Ooh. were just too busy. Uh, you can say it. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, not yeah. negative. I know. Yeah, I guess it's not. <laughs> Yamara Taylor, we hit up. She okay. was too busy, and I think Shannon Joy Rogers, and I we oh, yeah. were never ever able to commit. Oh, that would have been yeah. dope. Yeah. So we we act. It wasn't like we just did it. But then we when we just had six uh, members, we were like, we're we're Gucci. Um, but also like, you know, we're like, you know, going around doing pitching shows and stuff like that. The first thing on our mind, we're all like the uh, the the other writer we get is gonna be a a woman like you know yeah. like just hands down so it's funny like that you do bring that up because that is at the forefront of our minds because yeah. we do care about that stuff because yeah. that is a thing where we like we do want a female perspective you and the same yeah. you know but it's so so like it, but it, it and goes that's because you notice yeah you notice yeah and, and, and so that's the thing it's not even you we you can't when to go back you can't be you know, oh well, we just want to have women in here and then do all white women. Yeah, and and act like you don't. It's not a conscious decision. Yeah, it's a conscious decision. Um, it didn't just happen. Or if it did just happen, you didn't do enough to make it not just happen. 
yeah, you guys are five black men. Um, what? I'm just so I've been quiet because this conversation does not need my voice. But oh, interesting. But do you think that the stigma around privilege is solely universally focused on white men and because I think that white women need to add themselves into that stigma. Oh, that's an interesting question. Well, I one thing the that that I usually don't like touching on that too much is just because as a black man, I share the privilege over women in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm still like, a man. Yeah, and I like to save that conversation for maybe women of color. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, there's that's there's just certain combos that I'm just like, you know, yeah, I just that's a com like like I, you know. That's just a conversation that I do like to say for someone who doesn't have privilege over the person that I'm trying to yeah. like have a conversation for. And 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 even this, even what we're what we started this about uh, the person who wrote this thread was a per, uh, a Asian woman yeah. who said like a, a team full of white women. Yeah, exactly. Is not but diverse. So I didn't. I yeah. I didn't even. I yeah. would dare say it. Yeah. Because, I but chimed I, in. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like, yeah. yeah, you definitely want someone like, I would, like, if we had, like, Ego or, you know, an Asian woman or a Latinx woman who can kind of lead the convo, I'd be interested in doing that. But I do, because it is very easy to, I think, as whenever you are, like, a underprivileged group to kind of like cross that stream. And then, and, and I, I just see way too many, like, you know, men of color like so speak so freely on on like women's issues i'm like mm, chile mm. <laughs> like mm. you, you know you don't have all the answers especially in you this don't field. have all the answers and 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 it's weird because and it's, it's it's also tricky because you know whenever we talk about whenever we talk about white women on this show uh and not white women in improv group white yeah, women yeah. as uh uh the group that they are it always is in the realm of diversity. Yeah. Um. I I cannot speak to uh, women's issues. Yeah. I can't speak to diversity issues. Yeah. Um. Now the weird thing with women issues and diversity is those things can converge. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um. And they often do converge. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, I, I've said before that when it comes to diversity, that. It has to be recognized that as a white woman, you have had a seat at the table with that white man. And there are some people who aren't even at the house, uh, aren't even in the house. Why everybody, you you know, you you have a piece of that pie, not as big. uh, And there are some people not even at the table, you know. So that is, I, I firmly believe that. But I think for me, that's where it has to stop. I mean, uh, my thing that not I, that I don't have opinions yeah. on it, but like you said, like I can't be the one. Yeah, but I'd even go as far as say is like you know there there is a level like you know an all women's writing room is it's prolific. still good. It's still good. Yeah. It's prolific. But I feel like when you start patting yourself on the back like we're different, it's like mm, you almost made it. You right. almost made it. Like for example, um, like if the Vita writers room was all women but there was all women of color it'd be like cool but even then they still have men of color in there that's an all latinx writers writers room Mm -hmm. but they you know also just because writing is you know especially if you're writing a narrative show you just writing you just want people to write from their experiences like i would hate to have to sit there i'd feel weird writing like you know, women's dialogue without women, imp- with a, without a woman's input or like the way, oh, 
uh, a woman is reacting to mm-hmm. someone like that. But I, that's why I think, you know, r- rooms definitely are going to change. I'm so tired. Like, it's because I remember watching shows, when, especially when I first started getting into writing and seeing a black character and being able to tell, oh, this room doesn't have black people. Mm-hmm. Just based on. So I can only imagine how that is for trans characters in shows, mm-hmm. you know. Luckily, transparent, they were on top of it, made sure they had, you know, that uh, the trans writers room. But, you know, they the foundation is built on, you know, inclusivity. So that was a no brainer. But whenever you just see a trans character just enter on a show, you're like, oh, I, you know, I'm not going to be able to see how obvious it is. But I really hope they have some input, you know. Yeah. And, you know, this can even go further, like the movie Skyscraper, for instance. Oh, did you go see that? Uh, I haven't seen it. All right, I want to. I do want to go see. I it. got invited to see it in like 4DX, but I was down in Comic Con, and I was like, Probably. "That's a movie I want to." I got invited to not invited. I got well, I got offered to do um, like I think Danny actually did it. Yeah, uh, the skyscraper thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hit me up for that oh, nice. first. Uh, <laughs> I like that I, you had to point it out first. They hit me up for that first. You hear before, that, Danny? Before before, before her, they uh, told me. Well, no, they hit me up for that first, and I was like, I was going to be in New York for DCM. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I'm glad she did it. But <laughs> you welcome, Danny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I mean, I know you out here making moves and shit, but you can thank her brother. No, I'm joking. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> it's a joke. These are the jokes. Danny out here doing dope shit. Danny doing more shit than I am. Uh, is this this episode going to come out 10 years from now? <laughs> it's a Sophie, Sophie going to be yeah, right Sophie. there with the camera. I'm going to be like, mark this. And I'm going to think it's not in yeah. the episode. Uh, now shout out to Danny. We actually got to get Danny on here. Uh, yeah, yeah, she was saying yeah. she's trying to become one of those queens of the week. Yeah, yeah, she got to she got to get on here. We'll definitely get her on. Um, I actually thought about that a couple weeks ago, and then shit kind of hit the fan. Hit the fan. Uh, not hit the fan in a negative way, but Edgar's in New York City right now doing his thing. Uh, so we kind of shuffled and shit like that. That's why we had Ify Wadaway on. Hey. Uh, yeah. Oh, but I didn't finish telling my story. Uh, <laughs> how Skyscraper, how he, The Rock uh, was an amputee. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and you know, there are people in the, uh, I don't know what community to call it, the disabled community yeah. or yeah. Ampute- different I'd amputees. Say, I'd say disabled community. Yeah, who say, like, why couldn't you go get a real amputee? And then, you know, and when I, when I heard, when I saw that, I will fully admit, I'm like, there was a part of me that said, because they wanted the rock. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's, but then, but then I was like, but that's a fair, that's a fair question. That's a fair question. And I mean, like lots of ways you can do a thing where like, you may not have the rock, but you, maybe you'll have a scene in like a consultation where you do get to hire a bunch of like you know yeah. disabled act like I feel like there's ways Give around them that it. shine yeah um you know b- but yeah we're moving towards where it's like yeah maybe we'll be able to let some light shine on people who you know often don't often don't get, get that, that light shine. yeah yeah oh man and I think people need to like not just assume that they deserve things and recognize certain situations where you do have privilege and step back say no yeah realize your surroundings realize yeah. when to not talk realize when to 
definitely talk things like that and yeah i, I feel like it's it's getting better but it's it's there's so much room to grow yeah there always is always room. always i do deserve some things <laughs> i deserve what do i deserve i deserve to have what is happening? Chicken. Oh, here's one question I wanted good, to good ask. Good seasoned after chicken. After listening to uh, the last episode <laughs> I listened to, you've been with your girl for 10 years? 11. 11 years. I know what you're about to ask already. When are you going to put the ring on that shit? <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're about to ask. Because we're going to go on a double date and she's going to be giving you that side at the whole time. Like, yeah, me and Aurora, we've been together, what? Four years now? Four, four, hey, man. Five years? Hey, man. What you rushing for? <laughs> what you trying to prove, man? What you oh, rushing man. for, man? I'm just saying, you know. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just know it's time to pull the trigger in. Hey, man. We ain't getting no younger. We might as well do it. <laughs> now we're about to have a whole bunch of motherfuckers coming at me. Like, you know, at first I was like, damn, Jackie, you've been in a long ass relationship. But now that I think about it, nigga, why you ain't married? I just want to arrive. Here's the thing, though, because I, 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 I was this way for a bit. Are, is there like a certain point in your career that you're specifically waiting for? To have a family, yeah. 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 And, and then also, me and Jess started dating when we were 20. Yeah. Uh, and not saying, I know there are people who'd start dating that young. and Yeah. But we also started, we are also two 20 year olds who start, started dating in college and then had careers in entertainment yeah uh where it was you know how fucking flaky entertainment can be yeah uh and so that was the first half of our relationship and then we moved to los angeles together so it was almost like a restart (laughs) like it was that was the first time we lived together yeah when we moved here together so it was almost like a restart in our relationship there's nothing more that can test your relationship after all that that you've just described and then 11 years on top of that yeah but so, I but I get because I was this uh, the same way where I was like you know I want to make sure I'm doing X Y Z yeah before I throw a ring on it yeah it's not even that it's not I want to make sure maybe before I have kids I want to make sure yeah that shit is so on uh, the double date is your wife gonna walk in like with her hand out left hand out no she no. she ain't even um she ain't even like her. We, she she's been needing her ring resized for I think we're about to have our third anniversary and she still never went and get it went and did it that's because so that's just a material thing the yeah. love in y'all heart mm-hmm. can't be quantified on a sheet of paper yeah, it can't be quantified just because you file some paper mm-hmm. with the city of Los Angeles or the state of California yeah uh-huh. you know the love in your heart and the connection and the relationship that you guys share can't be quantified with just a diamond on a ring yeah, that yeah. just fits so snug yeah yeah it's so, about what's in the heart yeah, yeah yeah niggas get real poetic when they don't have to <laughs> so when maybe, they don't want to get married maybe just change your ringtone <laughs> a little more time you get real poetic <laughs> if, you, if you should change your ringtone to single ladies so, and I'm gonna call your phone like 30 times during the double date yeah <laughs> Hey man, y'all act like we don't know married people. <laughs> I know you've been together eleven years. Everybody, all your, all everybody we know fans, is yeah. Uh, all your double date friends been got married. At this point. We about to go get. We about to go to my cousin's wedding. Uh, like damn, you. We, we started dating like uh, nigga. You see, right. Yeah. Damn, you've been dating us since I was thirteen, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh. How, long, how long have you had the? How long have you had the cat? Don't you guys have a cat together? Five years. See, that's precious. Yeah. We had two cats. 
If you can keep if you can keep a pet alive as a unit. That's not that's not you should be able to keep a pet alive or you're just a bad pet owner. <laughs> Look. That's that's not a relationship marker. I hope not. Look. I hope somebody out there in a bad relationship still taking care of your cats. <laughs> <laughs> your dogs Look, they ain't do nothing they're like nah they, after this breakup I have to end this whole thing yeah <laughs> like yo Sparky you want food Too well bad. tell your mama I want love <laughs> love <laughs> I was about to say something so trash uh, thank you for stopping me no, uh, for the record Andy, I'm, I'm a real dog mom okay you are you're a solo dog mom <laughs> Uh, yo, it's time to get out of here. Yeah. I think it's about that time. Uh, Iffy. Yes. I know we can catch you on Nerdificent coming out every when? Mm -hmm. Every Tuesday, baby. Every Tuesday, baby. You also got Candy Dinner, which is another podcast that you are on. Talking that spice. Yeah, talking staying spicy on there. Talking that spice. Go check that out. What else, man? What else can we um, hit you Twitch, up with? You can catch me uh, if D's. You can see me there. If you Wadi Way on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, yo, all my all my Portland f- fam who uh, who loves Colch Kings, just know uh, the white women will be at Stumptown Festival August 11th. Mm, I tried to get into that festival, and they said no. Mm, yeah, we, we reached the nigga, nigga limit. You know, they're mm-hmm. like, "This is Portland, baby." Yes, yeah, Portland. Only have, mm-hmm. It only have it's Portland's wild. Like literally, because you know we'll be mobbing out together. So it's like six pretty big black dudes just marching together, and people looking like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Ooh, woo. What's up? What's going on? Is there a million man march somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> that is not even a one percent of the black men you'd need for that. That's, is it? Is that not even one percent? What's one percent of a million? Yeah, let, let me see. Uh, one percent of a million, probably a hundred. That that then I'd still be right. You still be right, but now I actually want to know what one percent right, of a million see. is. Man, is ten thousand. Ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how many. That's how many black men you need to have one percent of a million man march. Yeah. God damn, that was a lot of black men. <laughs> oh my god. God damn. Uh, Iffy, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Where can I hit you up on Twitter? Uh, Iffy Whitey I F Y N W A D I W E. Damn. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Since we've banned Edgar Montplaisir. From Culture Kings, I think it's time to lift the ban on somebody else. Ooh, ooh! So Friday, the return of Carl Tart, ladies and wow. gentlemen. Wow, the return I'm, I'm of here. Carl Tart is coming for that back. Big announcement! God wow. damn, coming back to the Culture Kings. People just fell out of their seats. People just fell out. Somebody <laughs> someone, just crashed. Yeah, someone is <laughs> about to get fired from their job yeah. from screaming like, "What? God!" Damn. Like, shut up, man! You're supposed to be working. Yeah, uh, you're uh, right, boss. Yes, the return of Carl Tart. Special episode coming up, so definitely get ready for that. Tell your friends, tell your family. This is Culture Kings Pod. At Culture Kings Pod on Twitter, Instagram. You know what it is. Since we got return of of Carl Tart, one of the original Culture Kings coming back. I feel like this is appropriate for a deep cut of the week. Return of the Mac, Mark Morrison, 1996. That's a good one. Right out on that. You know what it is, guys. Thank you, Effie. Oh. Oh, it's
It's not the song? Uh-uh. It's not the song? <laughs> Is that it? Damn. <laughs> we like you guys. We'll be back. Turn on me 